Hi everyone and welcome to Take 10 for a Turn, number 894. I hope you all are well. Any questions, comments, suggestions, recommendations, or sponsorships, please email me at Rabbi Ismach at Take10FortorahOrg. Enjoy this repeated class for today, a very, very special day on the calendar. Today is Cyber Monday. What is Cyber Monday, you ask? Oh, you know. The name Cyber Monday, I'm quoting from the New York Times in 2005, the name Cyber Monday grew out of the observation that millions of otherwise productive working Americans, fresh off a Thanksgiving weekend of window shopping, were returning to high-speed internet connections at work on Monday and buying what they liked. And so Cyber Monday was the day that after walking around malls all weekend long, you know, killing each other at Walmart, finally we get the opportunity to sit in the relaxation of our workplace and buy what we need to buy. So what I wanted to talk about is the ethics of this. How does Jewish law perceive the notion of a Cyber Monday? Uh, the reason it's relevant and it comes up, particularly in the coming week's parashios, uh, not this week's parasha, but next week's parasha, when we talk about Yaakov, this week's parasha, of course, Yaakov is born. He's the Ishtam, he's the Yoshi of Ohalim. But as we know, as of next week, he starts to go to work. And he works particularly for Lavan, and he works with the goal of earning the right to marry Lavan's daughters, Rachel, and of course, Leah. So the first thing we do when we're introduced to um, Yaakov is, the Pasuk says, Vayomer hein od hayom gadol. He bumps into other shepherds, and he says, hashku You know, he sees the shepherds lazing around, they're not doing what they need to be doing, and so Yaakov addresses that, and he says, it's not the time. You know, he's the Ishtam, things are simple, things are, you know, one-sided for him. He understands that just there's right and there's wrong, and you guys are doing wrong. But it's not just in that one encounter. Again and again, entirely throughout his work experience, we see this coming up. We have him talking to uh, his wives later before they're going to leave Lavan, and he says, You all know, I worked very, very hard for your father. I worked extremely hard for him. And so just understand that and recognize that. Uh, I, I owe him nothing. Later on, Yaakov gives it to Lavan. He says, the uh, I the heat consumed me. I, I was overwhelmed. And the Kerach Balaila, the frost by night, taking care of your sheep, and I didn't sleep, and I didn't take care of myself. Look how hard I worked. You can't have any claim on me that I did the wrong thing. I did everything right in the way I was supposed to do. Indeed, the rabbis learned from Yaakov that his diligence, his industriousness, his hard work, was something which was a real credit to him. In Bereshis Rabbah, Parsha Ayin, uh, paragraph Chaf, it says, you know, usually when it comes to Noig B'Sheba Olam, the common Occurrences, you know, you work really hard the first two or three hours. He gets lazy, and over the next few hours of the day, the work gets a little bit slower and a little bit intense. Baram Hacha, but here with Yaakov, he's sort of the symbol of hard work. Maharishonos Shlemos, just like the early seven years, the first seven years were very, very uh, high level work, so too the second seven years, even after he'd been duped, even after there was arguably no reason for him to be working, he was still working just as hard as he was in the first place. The Gemarn Bava Metziah actually articulates the question. It says, Tzadik Gimel Amid Beis, it says, Admasai Shomer Sacher Chayev Lishmar. To what extent does a paid watchman, a paid watchman is the classic example of somebody who is working for somebody, it's a very simple job, I'm being paid simply to watch your stuff, but a paid watchman is, uh, is a job, and the Gemara says, to what extent 
does the paid watchman have to work? The Gemara answers, Ad Kedei, until the Pasuk, of that, the Pasuk we just mentioned, Hayisi Vayom Acholani Chorev V'Karech Balayla, until the level of the heat consumed me and the frost consumed me at night, that level of Yaakov, he establishes the paradigm for how hard and how diligent employees should work for their bosses. Now this translates into a lot of um, a lot of practical halacha. So for example, one law that matters, it comes up in the Tosefta, the law is in Hapol Bayom. A person is not allowed to work, let's say at night, and also rent himself out by day. The the notion of moonlighting, right? Or or let's say paroso arvis laskir shachris, or I rent out my cow at night and again by day, you can't overwork yourself if the your first boss isn't aware or knowledgeable of what you're doing. You can't sacrifice the energies that you're going to be applying to your first job towards your second job because of what it'll take away from your first. As well, the Tosefta says, You can't sort of afflict yourself. You can't not eat right. You can't uh, even, it says, You can't feed all of your food to your children and not eat it yourself. You have to be prepared to do the work and to eat your food so that you are doing the work at the best level that you can. You can't do what's become, uh, I guess, the, an English expression now, under time. You know, there's overtime, but now there's under time. That's time spent by an employee who's doing non-work-related activities, socializing on the internet, playing with their phones, doing whatever it is that they're doing, that is under time. Now, this is nothing new. This has been around for a very long time, well before Cyber Monday. The Rambam talks about this at length, and what's interesting is, um, it, it the same way a balabayas, the employer, is warned against taking advantage of the employee, the Rambam warns the other side of the relationship as well, that the employee can't take advantage of the employer. And we're not talking about things like stealing staplers or paper, paper clips or different office supplies. We're talking about just simply the time on which you're obligated to be working. The Beis Yosef talks about that in all professions, this is true. He actually talks about Rebbeim, people who are teaching Torah. He quotes the Yerushalmi, the Beis Yosef is found in Chosh Mishpat Simit Shem Lamed Zayin. He quotes Yerushalmi in Demai, Perek Zayin Halacha Gimel, where uh, Rabbi Yochanan comes across somebody who's a Malamed Tinokos. He teaches children, and the guy is fasting. So Rabbi Yochanan tells the guy, Are you so from? Asr lecha, you're not allowed to fast. It's forbidden to do that, as we saw in the Tosefta, for regular work that you're doing for another human. All the more so you need to be diligent in the Malechas HaKadosh Baruch in the work for God, which is the work of education. You have to make sure you get a good night's sleep. You have to make sure that you eat well. You have to make sure that you're ready to do the job that you're being paid to do. My former boss in my old school, Ezra Academy, Rabbi Eli Freilich Shlita, a wonderful man, he, uh, he used to tell us all the time, he said, you know, if you ever come a minute late to class, don't think that you're coming a minute late to class. If you have 22 kids in that classroom waiting for you, that's 22 minutes of Bittal Torah. You know, the job that you're doing is multiplied over the amount of kids that you're doing it to and doing it for, so everything has to be taken all the more seriously, and really that echoes this idea that we see in the Beis Yosef. Uh, the Shulchan Aruch says 
that if somebody, a malamid, somebody who's teaching, his rules are exactly as other poalim. They have the same obligations and the same work laws. And those those laws that are bound, you know, he can't be any more religious. He can't be engaged in practices that are irregular. And then the Shulchan Aruch ends, the Chol HaMeshana, anybody who changes, Yado Al HaTachtona, his hand is on the bottom, meaning he has uh, much more to prove. The argument is against him, and indeed, when uh, when that's the case, they are not on the side of the right, and they have to do exactly what uh, what the balabayas, what the what the person who wants them to work is asking for. We see this halacha manifest in regard to some rituals as well. The Mishnah talks about in Brachos, Tazayinam uh, Aleph, Mishnah says that Ha'umnin Korin and somebody who is working up in a tree, up on like a cherry picker, some sort of precarious perch, so they can read the Shema uh, up there. They don't have to descend to read the Shema. Let's say they get to work really early, it's before the time for Shema, and they need to say Shema. They don't have to do it all the way up there. I'm sorry, they, they, they do have to do it all the way up there. As opposed to Shema they should come down, because they can't concentrate there. But why is it that they specifically must remain up top? Because the amount of time that it would take for them to interrupt and say Shema and go down and go up is a hefzid, a loss, for the employer, and that's not right. The uh, Shulchan Aruch also gives other examples. The Shulchan Aruch says that in situations where a person has to get back to work, there are other things that you're allowed to do, other other sort of rituals you're allowed to shave off. One of them that's mentioned is the fourth bracha of benching, the fourth bracha of uh, that bracha is considered the, the last bracha, rabbinic bracha, which is added towards the end of benching. If somebody has to get back to work in certain situations, you don't have to go and make that bracha. The Shulchan Aruch as well says, um, or I should say the Sma brings this halacha, also bezimun, in let's say a zimun where you don't have to wait for others. Usually you're supposed to wait till you could be mezamin and, and bench together with other people. Here you don't have to. Altogether there are different types of employees. Some employees are paid by the hour. That's where these laws apply. Project-based employees probably not so much because as long as they get the project done, that's okay. But for hourly-based employees, employees that have to really do what they said they were going to do for the amount of time that they're being paid to do it, they have to take the lessons of Yaakov very seriously. Have a great day.